All right, I was sick as fuck on Sunday, and I still kind of am, so this is going to be my MJ Flu Game podcast. Uh, this week has been wacky. Let's start out with Hayden Hurst, huh? The amnesia, as in like Looney Tunes, I got hit in the head with a hammer, now there's a two-foot bump on my head type of amnesia. I think we were all in some sort of amnesia-like coma this past week where a man nearly became the basis of baseball. The Patriots won a game, and Joe Flacco and Zach Wilson each threw for 300 yards. Wild! All right, let's hop into it. Hoagies and pierogies. And live from Delaware, it's Wednesday night! Live from Delaware, it's Hoagies and pierogies! With your hosts... Ian DiCarlo, we're getting a little double down, chocolate rain, and RJ Hammond. I just want some more hot D in my life. Let's just say he was a good lover. Alright, yes, like I said, it's Wednesday night. I was sick this past weekend, so I didn't really get to watch a lot of football, but I tried to keep up on it as much as I could, and then... I think we're going to start with baseball. How about this? We got some Pirates news. Wow. Uh, Andy Rodriguez had Tommy John surgery. Wow. Not the news that I wanted to hear. <laughs> Completely out for 2024. Uh, they had already said that Henry Davis was going to be continuing catching. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's the only reason I'm pretty sure this injury is the only reason why Henry Davis is back behind the dish. If Andy wasn't hurt, I have a feeling he would be back there for no goddamn reason ahead of Davis. We drafted Davis number one as a catcher, play him at fucking catcher in the majors. I mean, my God, Jesus Christ. Uh, the Pirates really can have nothing nice because before this, I was going to compliment them. I was. I was like, dude, Pirates made a decent, yes, decent trade for Marco Gonzalez from the Braves who just got traded to them from the Mariners in the Jared Kalenic deal. Um, I do think this is a good trade. Uh, they definitely need a starter. Now they have two official starters maybe Quinn Priester can make the jump a little bit so maybe they'll have three um he's a lefty good inning eater he's been pretty consistent for the past couple years um he's not gonna blow you away with anything he throws low 90s so it's a good it is a good it is a good trade definitely much needed but that trade pales in comparison to this one it finally happened. Juan Soto finally got traded. And who does he get traded to? The Yankees. Yes, the Yankees. God damn it. Uh, they uh, brought in Trent Grisham as well. And the Yankees traded away Michael King, Drew Thorpe, Johnny Brito, and Randy Vasquez, and Kyle Higashoka. Um, all our pitchers, except for Higashoka, uh, who is a catcher, Drew Thorpe will definitely be a staple in the Padres rotation. Um, he's a great, he's a command guy. He's more like uh, an Aaron Nola type, I think. He tops at like 94 miles an hour, has a great curveball, great changeup. 
I think this is a... I don't know. It depends on if the Yankees retain uh, Juan Soto next year or not for this to really be a good trade for them because right now this is leaning more in favor towards the Padres who gained major league pitching and we're going to get rid of them anyway. And this is a pretty substantial... I mean, all... Michael King is immediately their number two or three starter. Immediately. He's he's really fucking good. Uh, Drew Thorpe is going to be in there at some point during this year. Johnny Brito is going to eat some innings. Randy Vasquez, the same thing. Higashoka can come in on their off days. Higashoka can, can actually be the catcher for uh, Michael King. That would be... That's probably what they're going to do. But, yeah, I, I think... If Soto stays with the Yankees, I think the Yankees win this trade. If obviously if Soto leaves, that's a lot to give up for Soto. And they they got Trent Grisham as well, serviceable outfielder. So we'll see. I but hey, that news pales in comparison to this, ladies and gentlemen. Shohei Otani was nearly a one. Billion dollar man, seven hundred million dollars over ten years with the Los Angeles Dodgers. Now you're thinking seventy million a year? <laughs> Not quite. Not quite. <laughs> Move over, Bobby Bonilla Day. It's gonna be Shohei Otani Day in ten years. <laughs> How is this possible? This is actually fucking insane. So, Otani signed his 10-year, $700 million contract, and we were expecting record deferrals. We did not expect, I, I really don't think anyone expected what was coming next. He is deferring $68 million out of the $70 million, and he's going to be making $2 million per year over the course of the 10-year contract. Yeah, let that sink in. Otani will be making $2 million per year over the next 10 years, but then $68 million per year <laughs> for the next 10 years past that. <laughs> so um, it has been a couple days. I do think that this is a good contract. Why? Well, with the record deferrals and how the Mets uh, spending spree turned out last year, the Dodgers really just said, fuck it. I mean, <laughs> dude, how can you? How can you blame them for this? It's in the rules, you can defer as much money as you want. It's all guaranteed anyway. Now, this brings in the fact that with inflation, the real value of this contract is around $460 million. That's if inflation keeps going up at the rate that it's going. And I don't think that it will. 
So it'll probably be more in the ballpark of like five hundred fifty million dollars ish, maybe like five hundred million dollars ish. Because there's no interest on deferrals, so it's today's money in the future, which is always take tomorrow's money now. So, I I. I do think that this is a great move for them. And I I almost said World Series or bust. Because $70 million is a lot of fucking money. But, dude, I, I, even if, the, I mean, I, I know that they're hoping for at least two or three, probably three, maybe four World Series at the very least out of this. Because they can build so much around this roster now. They can go out and get Yamamoto. Jung-Hoo Lee signed with the Giants yesterday or today, so that's that's out of the way. That's good. They the Dodgers can't sign him. Yeah, Jung-Hoo Lee to the Giants. I, I might have said Dodgers, but uh, man, I two million dollars a year for Shohei Otani. Austin Hedges is, is making four million dollars per year next for four million dollars next year, more than Otani. Rowdy Telez, who the Pirates just signed, is making $3.4 million next year. Otani, he's going to be a DH strictly next year, given his elbow surgery. Which I don't I don't understand why Rodriguez can't come back and do that if he's if Otani's coming back next year. But anyway, fuck the Pirates. <laughs> that is insane dude i he's otani's had enough wasted years with the dodgers or i mean with the angels i really hope that he wins at least one championship with the dodgers i don't care that it's going to be i mean it's going to be yankees dodgers world series (laughs) but how long have we been saying that and it's never happened so like not never but in recent memory So, and everyone bitching like, oh, there's something wrong with baseball. There's something wrong with baseball. That's from A's and Pirates fans. Shut the fuck up. Did you really think that you had a chance to land Otani? The only reason you would complain is if you thought you had a chance. And you're a fucking idiot if you thought you had a chance. If you're a fan of the bottom 10 small market teams. I'm sorry, but it's true. It's just true. $700 million over 20 years. It's still a lot. But I do think... The last thing I wanted to say is I do think that this helps Juan Soto. I mean, Juan Soto is a better hitter than Otani is. He might not hit as many home runs, but that's completely besides the point. You now have the best on-base player and the best power hitter in baseball currently in your lineup. For the Yankees. So they better be doing something next year. God damn it. They got rid of a lot of pitching. And that's going to hurt them. They, it will hurt them. All for Juan Soto. But I think that with Garrett Cole there. With <laughs> Nasty Nestor. I think they'll be alright. I think they'll be alright. But yeah, I, th- I think Soto would probably get in the ballpark. Now, after that, 
I think I think there are going to be knee jerk reactions. I still think Soto is going to be like five hundred fifty to like five hundred seventy five million over like fourteen to sixteen years, probably still with deferrals. That's just my opinion, but I, I could see it fifteen. 14 to 16 years, 550 million to 575 million, something like that. I think that would be fair for Soto, who's been a workhorse since he's entered the league. Anyway, yeah, that's that's all I had for baseball. Um, all right, not much happened in college football this week other than the Navy Army game, which, if you bet the under, you are in shambles that they purposely took the safety to go over. They, they were at 26 points, and then on the final, one of the final plays of the game, they went over by two. The over-under was 27.5 at kickoff, and that 26 looked very safe right up until the <laughs> Army QB ran out of the end zone just to chew up time. Oh, that must be so frustrating. God. All right, let's move into the NFL. Uh, so usually, I'm always the first one to know about stuff with my friends or family, and I thought this one was cool because my mom told me about it first. Hayden Hurst has amnesia. Like, you never hear about this anymore. Like, cartoon style, fell off a ladder, hit the ground, you're okay, hammer hits your head, you completely forget everything kind of amnesia. I, I didn't think that was even a thing anymore. But, God, I <laughs> I wish someone would have given me amnesia for this game. Ladies and gentlemen, I went to the Patriots-Steelers game in Pittsburgh. And, well, just take a look for yourself. This is bullshit. I'm going to shoot myself for the Patriots win. Oh, Christmas tree. Oh, Christmas tree. <laughs> That will be all your
Patriots. Patriots. Alright. I'm gonna be honest with you. This is not what I wanted, but still looking like a Patriots win. Happy and sad about it. Not exactly the outcome I wanted, but a win is a win. Let's go. Well, it wasn't the worst game ever like we all thought it was going to be, uh, but I was not having a great time. <laughs> not at all. Patriots went up to 21 to 3, and I was. Okay, first off, I forgot my fucking wallet in the car at my buddy, at Shane's house. You guys know Shane. We need to have him back on. We need to have him and John back on, who I went to the game with. I left my wallet. So that immediately created a huge, huge anxiety for me. I was like, I can't just go up and get whatever I want whenever I want. And we got beers at the beginning of the game. And John and Shane just sat there and didn't move the whole four quarters. I was, I was wait, well, so I was waiting for them. I didn't want to ask like, 
hey, can one of you guys take me to get food? <laughs> like, I didn't I didn't want to ask that, you know, so I was just like kind of waiting like, all right, when, when do they want to get something else to drink or like fries or some shit like. But no. And eventually I brought it up. It was at the end of halftime. And then Shane was like, oh, well, I'll give you my car to go get something to eat. So I go get something to eat. I get a pretzel that was supposed to be some fancy pretzel, but she just gave me a regular pretzel with regular honey mustard and a hot dog. And I take one bite of the pretzel and breaks off, lands on the floor. And I'm a Patriots fan in enemy territory, so... Like I said, I, I'm already anxious because I forgot my wallet. When everyone's pointing and laughing at me and staring at me like, oh, and, you know, and I can usually roll with the punches, but it had been building up to this point. And I play it off. I'm like, oh, yeah, shit. Like, that's just about as me dropping the pretzel is just about as bad as the Patriots season this year. Ha, 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 ha. And I'm just fuming. I get back to the seat. I take my hot dog and I throw it on the fucking ground. And I sit there. And and honestly, I was just, I was like, I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave. So I got up and started walking out. Just the combination of forgetting my wallet, the Patriots winning the fucking game, which I did not want to happen. Me spilling all of my shit. I got up and left. But John texted me. He was like, hey, where are you? And I said, I'm leaving. This sucks. It's too loud. I'm gone. Bye. Oh, and also I couldn't earlier in the game, like in the first quarter, I went to the bathroom and I couldn't find the section that we were in because I I didn't know what section we were in. I was just like, Shane, I will follow you to our seats. And the attendant's like, hey, what section are you in? And I'm like, I don't know, but it's this one. And I can't find, I can't see Shane or John anywhere. So then the guy like waves me back, waves me back down. He's like, come on, hey, what are you doing? And then I go over to the other section, can't find him. I go back and then I find him. It, it was so stressful. It was just so stressful. I've put in the clips already, but it's, it turned out to be fine. It really did. So the Patriots still hold on to the number two pick, but that's only because the Cardinals had a bye week this week. Uh, Cardinals need to keep winning and the Patriots need to keep losing. So I don't, I don't know what we're doing. We have our game against the Chiefs next week. Thank God. It's mad. It's a mad Mahomes. Yeah, let's let's move into the other games. I'm still kind of like, I don't know. I, I, I feel like Heinz Field is a little bit older now. I, I, I feel like it's kind of outdated. The amenities are not that great. The fucking navigability of the stadium is awful. I don't know why you can't go behind the seats in between each section. It, it was it was just bad. It was just bad. All right. The Lions also were bad. I think it's time to start worrying. 
Goff threw five interceptions against the Bears this year. Oh, oh, so bad. So bad. Jesus Christ. Uh, meanwhile, the Vikings beat the Raiders three to nothing to stay two games behind the Lions in the NFC North. What a what a boring game. But I feel like the real story here is Josh Dobbs good feel good story was more like a children's book than an epic novel. <laughs> it was so short. <laughs> it was I don't know, it was alright. But yeah, like I said, I did not watch much football on Sunday because I was sick as fuck. You could probably hear it. I'm very nasally right now. Uh, but the one that I made sure I, I watched most of this. I actually tuned in when the Bills went up fourteen to nothing. But then Josh Allen almost took him to the choke factory. Uh, it would have been a mentally challenged miracle for the Bills to win, and that's exactly what happened (laughs) the Chiefs were driving they looked pretty damn good and they were at midfield not even midfield they were probably at like the 45 they score the go-ahead touchdown Mahomes throws it to Kelsey who then who is in the middle of the field laterals it all the way to the left side of the field to Tony who then runs it in for a touchdown I could not believe it but then you saw the flag you saw the flag little flag symbol pop up in the bottom and you were like oh no it's fucking holding oh it's holding oh you've got to be kidding me nope (laughs) Kadarius Tony is just an idiot and lined up offsides. He was on the offensive line and he just had he just had his foot over the line over the ball. How do you not recognize that? I how do you not see that? That was on Tony for not checking with the fucking ref. You see it every single, every single play. The ref or the wide receiver. Hey, am I good? And then look down because the ref usually says yes. And they're just checking out of habit. Tony, make it a fucking habit. Wow. Between him having bricks for hands and bricks for brains, they should fucking get rid of him. Oh, you saw it in the next game. In the next game, Michael Gallup checked three times with the ref when he was two yards off the line. Wow. Uh, Tony either needs to be gone or have a very diminished role. But who are the Chiefs going to go to? Also, I'm tired of Mahomes not shitting on his receivers. I'm getting tired of it. It's my fault. I need to get better. Enough with that bullshit. No, 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 no. Enough with that. He is doing almost literally everything that he can out there, and his receivers are fucking him. I think the worst part about this whole situation, though, is that Travis Kelsey and 
Mahomes went up to Josh Allen after the game and we're still complaining. Craziest one that'll never count. Worst fucking call I've ever seen, man. Offensive offsides. Fucking terrible. Yeah. Why does Josh Allen want to hear this? He doesn't. The answer is he doesn't. Say good game and move the fuck on. God, his team just won the game. Show some respect. Oh, Jesus. That was awful. And it reminded me of the time, my senior year, when I went up to the kid in the 500, my junior year, because I didn't do the 500 free my senior year. I went up to the kid who was seated first and I said, the way I see it, it's just you and me. And I got seventh. That's what it came off as. It, it just misplaced arrogance. And it's just awful. <laughs> yeah, I, I said it. I said something that shitty to someone in person. Oh, God. That was... I think about that way too frequently. Well, actually, probably frequently enough that I won't ever fucking do it again. Let's move on to the Sunday night game. Eagles. Hey. Hey. Come on. Do something. 33 to 13. 24 to 6 at halftime. Not even a competitive game at all. First drive I have written down here. Penalties have basically already cost the Eagles the game. They had like four or five penalties on their first drive. I couldn't believe that. And then they they fumble it on their first drive too and the Cowboys they looked great. That rookie kicker that they have, great. Holy shit. And the Eagles had the audacity to pull off a fake punt, and it doesn't even matter. They got three points out of it. Whoop-de-fucking-do. <laughs> they just got cooked. Uh I don't think they're going to have the first round by. And if they don't have the first round by, I think they're out. Avita's in. Goodbye, Eagles. They need rest. They definitely need some much needed rest. I really have nothing else to say about that because there's almost no positives from the Eagles. Like, seriously, there's. You got whooped in back to back weeks. All right, a little uh, Monday night doubleheader action. Okay, let's let's see how this went. The Titans kept this one close the whole game, and I thought they were going to lose. I cannot believe the Titans won. I really cannot. And they were at the Dolphins, too. They're rolling. Maybe it's the hard knocks curse. Maybe it is. Because McDaniels is like, oh, last year we were... Eight and three, and then, oh, turned around. We were eight and seven. So, I do hope that the Dolphins keep rolling. They're nine and four. They barely, I I mean, they kind of fucked this one up. They really did. They shouldn't have been trying to run out the clock with a minute, like with two minutes left. They should have kept trying to push it down the field. But, uh, I guess I don't really have anything else to say about the Dolphins. We were on a roll with the Dolphins for a while there, huh? This kind of stops it. But, hey, I cannot 
believe Tommy DeVito is real. This is scripted. This is 100% in the script for the rest of the season. His agent. Oh, my God. Hey, you got to disrespect Tommy two touchdowns like that? Eh? You got to put some respect on his name. I refuse to believe that his agent is a real person. There's no way. There's there's just no way. All right. Uh, Last thing for the NFL, I think. Maybe. Uh, The NFL is playing a game in Brazil in 2024. Uh, Taylor Swift just had a very publicized show in Brazil. Coincidence? No. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. The NFL is on their Ares tour. Bullshit. <laughs> uh, last thing that I wanted to mention before we go that you really just don't hear about anymore. Hayden Hurst has amnesia, like Home Alone style, get hit in the face with a paint can style amnesia. I don't know. Like, that would be so scary. I, I would hate to just wake up and be like, what the fuck is going on? I wonder if it's like you slowly start to remember stuff or it's if it's like you just wake up one day and it's everything's normal. That is that is kind of terrifying. <laughs> I might never change. I might never go back. <laughs> All right, everyone. I think that's it for this week. It was a very uh, eventful week, moving around all over the place. So, I did the best I could. I think I did a pretty good job for still being pretty stuffed up. I was running a fever on Sunday, so it's much better than that. Much better than that. Did you guys know that Hayden Hurst has amnesia? No. (laughs) I'm just kidding, everyone. Hey, go like, comment, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Make sure to follow us on Instagram for the clips. Make sure to follow us on Spotify and Apple, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, yeah. We thank you very much for listening. Thank you for watching. And we'll see you next week. Adios, everyone. We'll leave you with this. Much, 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 much.